Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Sunday, January 22nd, 2023. And tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. That is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. And uh, going to be trying something new this week. And if it goes well, I will be doing a stream every night, uh, seven days a week. Um, just going to cut back a little bit on the amount of research I do for each show. So it may be a little bit shorter. Hopefully not much, though. Um, and uh, just because of my eyes getting more and more sensitive to light and strain and all those things. So um, I've decided if I can cut back on the research and make them feel better, that'd be good. But also that means I should be able to do streams more often. I'm here every night, so I thought might as well try it. So um giving that a try this week. Um, so let's see here. I think that's everything for now. We do have uh, Derek coming up later this week um, to uh, talk about comic books and the paranormal again, which will be a lot of fun. And beyond that, it'll just be more... Uh, alternating shows of uh, true paranormal stories from the web and paranormal news. So, and then there will still be bonus um, or different shows here and there once a month or twice a month, whatever it ends up being. Um, as I'm able to schedule them, that would be longer, but uh, those that won't require a lot of extra research. So, just a little bit of a change, but hopefully it'll be good for everyone. I hope so. Um, let's see here. I think that covers everything for now. I think with that, I can get on to the stories. And, uh, I have two of them for tonight. So let me get to the first one here. And, uh, thank you all for listening, whether you listen live or to the podcast or YouTube feeds. Um, it seems like I'm seeing more, more, um, more and more people listening, which is really amazing. Uh, more and more views and downloads. And uh, I really appreciate that. So the uh, the bigger this show gets, the more maybe I can do someday um, in terms of either longer shows or more shows or um, just better shows in general. So uh, I appreciate everyone's support. So, uh, but yeah, let me see here. I think that's everything. Again, like I said, so, let me get to the stories here. This first one says... Let's see here. Oh, there we go. It says, I live my whole life on a farm, just 20 minutes from the Appalachian Mountains. <clears throat> and I've definitely had some weird experiences. But the one thing that has stuck with me since I was a kid is hearing a woman call my name. I remember... I was roughly eight or nine years old, feeding pigs, and would hear a woman call my name. I'd walk out of the barn and look around, and I didn't see my mom anywhere. This would happen a few times a week, 
and what happened for a few months suddenly stop and then start again. Sometimes it was faint. Other times it was loud. A couple of times I'd run up to the house and my mom would swear she never called for me. I'm just curious if anyone else has had this happen or has a similar story. And that's where that one ends. Um, that's a lot of times for that to be happening. I know sometimes we can imagine uh, um, voices or think we hear voices when it's not, but that's fairly often, and it's not quite really a regular pattern, but it's also if it was happening here and there and then stopping and then starting again. Um, that is that is um, really something. I don't know how to uh, really um, justify that or say that's just someone imagining things. It seems like that's just too much for that to be imagined. Um, but, yeah, so amazing experience. I'm glad nothing else really happened other than just that, apparently, other than some other experiences that obviously the writer didn't feel were big enough or, um, I guess, important enough to talk about. But, uh, yeah, so neat story there. Um, voices are a thing. That, that's I've had that here and there. Once in a while, at different different um, different times, just I don't know, a couple of times in my life, not too much though, but uh, it is odd. So, and that's not an uncommon thing too with paranormal experiences. If it's not sightings, a lot of times it's sounds, and sometimes it's voices. So, um, but yeah, neat story there, and. Uh, and voices, especially if it's something that that you don't recognize as someone that you know. Um, I can see the writer trying to write it off as their their mother, but it doesn't sound like they didn't say it sounded like their mother either. So, um, but yeah, neat story. And I think I'll go on to the next one because this next one is uh, touches on the same topic, but in quite a different way. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this next one says. My friend and I camped down on his property in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky. No cell service, no noise, no anything but you in the woods. We set up our tent under an overhang, and I was tasked with gathering firewood. It was about 5 p.m. or so. While collecting, I got an odd feeling and started hearing whispers. They weren't saying anything. It was just murmurings. Couldn't make anything out. At that point, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a creepy odd feeling and moved closer to our camp to collect firewood. Not straying anymore after that. The night progressed and nothing out of the ordinary happened until we climbed into our sleeping bags. I heard footsteps in the leaves and more murmurs. I was getting genuinely freaked out, but I knew the best thing to do was ignore it and sleep. And I did. And the following morning, my friend and I found ourselves awake at 5 a.m. He asked me if I heard whispering at night. I told him I'd heard it twice. 
We were both equally as baffled. For our clarification, we were not the first people to camp in this area. His uncle and his friends attempted to camp there, but couldn't make it through the night. My dad is a hunter, and he refuses to go down there to hunt anymore. Another friend I, I know, I'm sorry, another friend I have, his father says that the air down there is rich in death. We have also found arrowheads on the property. What it means, I have no idea. This is the first time I've ever encountered anything like this in my camping adventures. And that's where that story ends. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's, um, that's an amazing story there. Seems like multiple people are having experiences in this one area. <clears throat> and, um, that is always kind of, to me, points at there being something there. Less, um, less likely that it's just, uh, somewhat one person imagining things or mistaking things. So, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, that sounds like there's something going on there. And it could just be natural. It could just be the past. Um, it could be, I mean, just residual energy there. It could be, if it's, especially if it's not things you can recognize as words, um, it could be some kind of time anomaly. It could just be leftover energy and, uh, of the past there, and if that was like a hunting area, um, then, then there's then there's a possibility that could that that one person in the story mentioning it, it was rich in death, that could be, um, so yeah, that's that's quite the story there. Um, let's see here. PDG says voices are neat, but nothing beats a scream in the middle of the night. Uh, adrenaline overload wise, yeah. I'm glad at least it wasn't that. Um, I've never encountered that. But um, and then uh, Derek says, yeah, that's creepy. The arrowhead thing sounds familiar. Yeah, it goes back to the this... Um, uh, I mean, it goes back to the idea of people that have lived on the land before in those areas, I guess. Um, maybe, it's, maybe it does go back to some other story I'm not, not remembering now. But, um, but yeah, it's just... Voices are a thing. I in the house where where um I used to stay kinda on and off um when I was teenager and into my twenties. Um it was my dad and stepmom's house before they got divorced and then it was just my former stepmom's house. Um there were a few times while I was there where I would hear whispering and laughing. Uh, I think I've shared the story here before, but, uh, um, I've, I, I heard them the first time I heard them, they were up in the stairwell and it sounded like just two, I would say almost <laughs> sounds like a horror movie, but I, I would almost say two sounds like two young, young girls or two, two girls whispering and laughing and not evil laugh, not evil whispering. It wasn't like, like that extreme. But it was just like two kids having a conversation, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I heard that in the middle of the day, in the stairwell, 
uh, going up to the second story of the house when I was there myself. There was no one else in the house at the time. And I heard that a couple other times in the house um, as well. And it was really amazing um, because, again, it was just not words that I could understand. But uh, it was there. The um, the third time I heard it, it was within the room I was in. It was in the, the guest bedroom I was in. But um, it was the sounds were coming from not the second floor, not the room above me, but just the uh, the space in the upper part of the room near the ceiling. That was a that was an amazing thing right there. Yeah, <laughs> Derek sharing the pictures of the two two girls there. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's just it was really amazing. I wasn't ever really scared. I, by that point, I was interested in these things. Yeah, so. Um, also Derek says, probably not connected, but Project Arrowhead is the department that was messing with portals in Stephen King's The Mist. Yes, yes, definitely. That was always an interesting thing, that, that symbolism there. But, um, but yeah, it sounds like this area was active somehow, and just, it's impossible to know what it was. Um... But yeah, I remember I remember those voices very well still. And uh I just wonder if it was just two spirits or two two spirits basically whatever they were just kind of hanging out and um either trying to reach reach out to me or maybe not. I just happened to hear them because of of some sensitivity and or just combined circumstances of the environment. Um where I was able to hear them three different times. So, but, uh, yeah, I don't know for sure on that one. Um, but voices definitely are amazing in terms of, I mean, sometimes you can hear stories about entire conversations that people can make out. Other times that's like the, the second story here and like what I experienced where you can't make out anything. But, um, yeah, so, uh, it's, it's really it was I thought those were really really neat stories tonight kind of I found them one right after the other not too long apart and uh both touching on the same similar things but also very different in a way too the first story was the the, the writer was able to make out their name um but in this story no one can make out anything the second story so um but yeah, that's all I have for tonight. I'm sorry for the shorter shows. For those of you that maybe are into longer ones, there will still always be one longer show every week, uh, at least one long show per week. And uh, but um, this is just uh, we're gonna see how this goes. And uh, if I could, I would love to do that hour, two hour long shows every day. But uh, that's just not how it works, at least as of right now. So. Thank you all for listening, and I'll be back with Paranormal News tomorrow on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone.